What is up, everybody? I am George Massey. Please say hello to my host, Didi. So Seeking Brother Husband has premiered season one, episode one, and there's a lot to talk about. Twitter was blowing up about this episode. This show has been the talk of the town. Like, everybody's been talking about Seeking Brother Husband ever since we saw the first trailer about a month and a half ago, and we finally got to meet some of the couples. There's still a couple, well, a throuple that we haven't met yet, but we want to talk about just the, the dynamic of this. So we met Alyssa and Mike, who are married for four years, and they're solar opposites, and Alyssa realized that she wanted to live the polyandry lifestyle when she fell for another person and actually cheated on her husband, Mike, and Mike didn't want to end the relationship, so in his mind, he thought the best course of action would be to explore the polyandry lifestyle so what do you think of the situation do you think that if this was you in your relationship and someone cheated would the first thing come to your mind be let's figure out a way to work where cheat would be a because it, it just hit me it's really interesting that he didn't want to leave his wife he didn't want to end the relationship but he was open to the idea that she could be with other partners like i don't know like that's just so interesting to me where do you stand like is that something that you would be open to no <laughs> no i'm not sharing my husband with nobody i'm sorry <laughs> i would have been like uh yeah but yeah that is very very interesting um you know especially whenever she started um explaining what it actually is um how it came about of her cheating and I was really surprised to see that he was on board with it um, and they went through getting married. So, yeah. Well, how on board is he, though? Because at the end of the episode, when she worked on her dating app, she <clears> said <throat> that she was looking to like bring men home because they have an extra bedroom. And she was like, well, what if I was to meet someone? Like, for instance, she said that he was going to be out of town for a bachelor party the next weekend. She's like, well, what if I was to bring someone home? Would that be okay? Would you be comfortable? And Mike was like, I don't really feel like I'm there yet. Like, he's not really comfortable with that yet. And I feel like, how would that be? Because it's like, she's not necessarily making it open for him to have a relationship with these people. Because we we saw in another of the... um cast members they wanted to be friends and they wanted to be close with the other brother husbands but with elisa it kind of feels like these are just going to be random guys mike doesn't ever have to interact with because she never said that these were going to be like long-term relationships she was just like if i meet someone we're having fun should i bring them home to our apartment or our house and he's like i'm not really comfortable with that and we also found out that his mom is very uncomfortable with the situation as well, which I think is a pretty normal reaction, right? If your son or daughter was in this situation, you only are thinking of protecting your son or your daughter and making sure that their heart isn't going to be trampled on. And I think a lot of misunderstanding of the lifestyle is definitely where that comes from, because we, we definitely are always against things we don't understand. So do you think that it's feasible to think that Mike is going to be able to learn to watch his wife interact and have relationships and connections with other men because it was very hard he said it was very hard when she cheated on him the first time so like i i understand that he doesn't want to lose her and a lot of people on twitter said we don't think mike is fully okay with his wife elisa seeing other men but we think that he doesn't want to lose her and this is what he feels like he has to do to make sure that his marriage doesn't end that's what i saw a lot online 
Well, also what I heard too with um, Elisa is um, whenever they were talking about, you know, um, the rules that no one would ever sleep in their bed, but right. they did have that second bedroom. Um, I also heard that I'm in agreement with you that she wants pretty much wants to have them there when he's not around. So I'm, I don't think she really wants a a commitment to anyone else. I think that she is wanting to see how much attention she can get from other men and see how many she can actually bring home. But I am in agreement with um, Mike that that's a place where she shouldn't take just any stranger. Um, she, if she wants to, you know, go on dates, if she wants to, um, you know, date certain people to see exactly where they're going with the relationship, she needs to take it step by step, not just because you met them in a bar or you met them, um, out with your friends. Um, uh, cause she was talking about going out on girl, girl nights, you know, going out and, you know, seeing if she can mingle. That is a big red flag to me. Who in their right mind would want to take a man to their home that they just met? That that's a that's a big red flag. So, and I don't think he's on on board with it a hundred percent either. Yeah, I think that he is is in love with her and he's willing to do whatever it takes to not feel that he will lose her. And I think when she cheated on him, he felt that he could lose her. And this was something that he felt that if he did or agreed to, she wouldn't leave. She would always be there. And at the same time, if you're not going to be happy, she's not really there. You don't really have her anyway, because if, if this lifestyle is going to be something that makes him unhappy, he doesn't really have her anyway. The relationship kind of ended back when he made that decision. So let's talk about Kim, Dustin and Vincent. So Kim and Dustin, this is a little different because they've been married for 13 years. Right. And they have Dustin has two sons from a previous marriage and then they have a son together. And they actually met when Dustin got divorced, decided to go back to college. Kim was his teacher, his instructor in college. And he pursued she actually, no. She was like, no, I can't date my student. But, you know, actually you can because these are all adults. So as long as you keep it professional, it is possible for that. And then they ended up having this very strong connection. And they are very much in love. So this story kind of struck me as different because Dustin is very open to giving Kim the option of exploring um, other people, other relationships, just exploring life in general. And he seems very on board, almost more on board than Kim, which it was really interesting for me because he was like, oh, I like Vincent. I have a relationship with him. He's a good friend. We can go out and do things together. And it was more so the opposite kind of what we saw with Alyssa and Mike, because Alyssa didn't really want the two men involved at all. They might not even know each other's names. But in the Dustin and Vincent situation, it kind of seemed like they had a relationship outside of Kim. Like they were good friends. They did things together. They hung out together. Obviously, they did things together, too, as like the three of them. But they intermingled their families, too, like their kids, um, Vincent's daughters, Dustin's sons. And it's like, I love that idea of but the problem in this situation is Vincent doesn't feel comfortable adding anyone else to the dynamic. Like he had to convince himself to join this dynamic, period. Like this whole situation was very different for him, took him way beyond his comfort zone. So now when Kim said that she wants to start adding more people into this, he's very, very hesitant because he said, I can't understand how 
she can add more people to this as though we're not enough for her. And I think that that's going to be like the main misconception that a lot of people are going to have to get over um, and show people that it's not about being enough because it does make you feel that way. When there's already two people there to cater to her needs, she's going to feel like, well, why do you need more than us? And I kind of understand that. Well, I think it is um, because if you remember what he said, um, he had just, when he met her, he had just come out of two um, failed marriages. Um, that he did not feel like he was enough in. So whenever he's into this relationship, um, not only is he gaining a friend, you know, but, you know, and, and a companion, but now she's saying, okay, I want to add someone else. Well, what is that telling him? He just, he came out of two failed marriages. Whenever she is wanting to bring someone else in, that's telling him, you know, hey, you already know I had two failed marriages. I felt like I wasn't good enough. Now you're wanting to bring in someone else. Am I not good enough for you? And I think he's having that battle in his mind. You know, maybe he's thinking, well, am I even good enough for anyone? Because here it is. Um, I came into this, you know, relationship. But now it's like I'm not good enough. Now she's wanting to bring in someone else. So I think that's where his struggle is actually coming from. Yeah, it's it's definitely a personal battle. And it's, it's like you said, it's projecting him back into that time where he felt inadequate. And that's a feeling that he's never going to want to feel. So I understand his hesitancy going forward with this because that's a feeling that it probably was his lowest in his life. And he doesn't want to go back to that, especially not willingly to feel like, oh, well, I could be replaced at any moment. No one wants to feel that way. You want to feel like you're enough and you're adequate. And speaking of that, we met Kenya, Carl and Tiger. And this story is really interesting because they are very, very seasoned in the polyandry lifestyle because Carl and Kenya have been married for 26 years and they have three kids together and Tiger has been her second husband for 10 years. And this situation seems to work extremely well for everybody involved. I didn't see anyone that felt very uncomfortable in it until we started getting deeper with Tiger because the living situation is a little interesting because Carl is living in his own bedroom um, away from Kenya and Tiger and Kenya and Tiger are sharing a room together. And we learned that Tiger and Kenya are sexual together and Carl and Kenya really aren't. And she brought to the attention to us that she said that she loves to feel like she's in love. And when she feels like that, that love and bliss leaves, she kind of transitions to a new guy. And it was really interesting because she doesn't like transition and leave anyone or divorce anyone or, or even have them move out of the house. She just kind of wants to put them in a different bedroom and then give her that opportunity to build a connection with someone new. And that's so interesting because we saw Carl like alone in his bedroom. And then we see Tiger struggling because he's like, for five years, we've slept in the same bed. We've done everything together. I feel a, a deep connection, a strong connection with you. And now you're telling me that you want us to get a bigger place so you can put me in another a room by myself and you can start building another connection with another man. And I feel like that's going to be a huge struggle. And even though it worked perfectly fine for them for this 10 years together, I do feel like changing and adding people into the situation makes it a completely different situation. Right? Yes. Yes. I'm, I am in agreement. But if you remember whenever they were talking about all that, she said that Tiger, um, 
pretty much denies her of morning time. And she wants to, you know, she when she wants it, she wants it. She don't want to hear no. So if she is now seeing that Tiger can't keep up with her like she wants, of course, she's going to go out. She's going to want to find someone else that can feel what feel that um i'm not going to say void but feel that sexuality or that sexual moment that she's needing that he isn't wanting to um fulfill anymore and i did have questions about you know how the the other husband you know he's like in this room He's like, chill. He's on his cell phone. He's like, I love my <laughs> peace and quiet. I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, if that if her and Tiger sleep in the same room together, do the do do they really still have a relationship? Exactly. But from what I can understand, or what what I got out of it is, it's just like pretty much they're married. Okay, it's 26 years. You know, we've been together for so long. Um, just whenever we want, it happens. But we both got to want it. That's the kind of vibe I'm getting from that relationship. And seeing Tiger struggle and then talking about um, marriage once again with her and then her saying, you know, that um, his his family isn't um, agree in agreement with the relationship that they have. You know, marriage is um, for the both families to come together to welcome each um, each person into the family. But his family just isn't they're not on board with it. And that's understandable. Right. I feel like families are going to be the least to understand this type of situation, because like I said, families are always looking out for your best interest. They don't ever want to see you hurt or in a situation that could get you hurt. So I totally understand that. But it's still unfair to not give him that satisfaction of feeling that they be they belong to each other. They're married. I just feel like he has the right to ask for that. That's something that, you know, to be fulfilled, to feel that you're not wasting your time. That's something that you need, male or female, to know that the person is going to take that vow and promise to love you. I think that's not a lot to ask. All right. Well, we've run out of time. So I can't wait to watch next week of Seeking Brother Husband. There's another set of people that we haven't met yet. Just love learning about new things and how people can live their lives in a way that works for them. But when I'm on the outside looking at it, I'm like, I could never do that. Like, I love this. All right, guys, I'm George Mossy. Make sure you follow me on all social media platforms at georgemossy.com and anywhere you get your podcast. And make sure you're following my co-host, Dee Dee. Her links are right here at the bottom. And we're going to talk to all of you guys really soon.